Don't engage alone. We do this together. Welcome to Under Two Capes, the com- the po- premiere podcast of the channel that just interviewed Comic Explain. I'm your host, Jared. I'm here with a illustrious panel. First off, I got the dude that recently came over to understand what the correct ship is, Nick from the Phoenix Press. What's up, brother? Dude, you just got Comic Explained. I know. I got I got comics. That's right. That's right. Is I'm that, sorry. Is that the I, I, I couldn't Nick, help it. Nick, is that the comics version of mansplaining? O- only it's better. Yeah. Because you get instead of getting mansplained, you get comicsplained. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we've got Nick's. What's up, Nick's? Not too much. And first time on the channel, we got we got Bianca from myself and comics. Welcome to the show. Hola. Now, I know Bianca because I've been on Nardette's channel more times than I care to count. And <laughs> I've been the only pro Snyder person ever on there. So I- I'm happy about Not that. Not really. We've had a couple people who enjoy the Snyder movies. Who? Um, one of uh, he hasn't been there in a while. He's too busy with stuff. Um, because of his own channel, um, a dead guy's. Oh, production. a dead guy! Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. dead guy. There you go. I, 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 I hung out with him. He, he's really cool. He's really cool. So the, today's topic, we are discussing are the and and this is only relating to comics because we realized we could apply this topic to like all media, but that would like balloon it out. So we're just gonna stick to comics. Do the the big two characters? Uh, characters do the big two publishers, meaning DC and Marvel, the way they represent female characters, is that hurting female representation in the superhero genre? So, how would you guys be gentlemen? Let's be gentlemen, yeah. Let's be gentlemen and let the women speak first, okay? So, whoever, whichever of you would like to go first, may, may start. I propose we rock, paper, scissors for it. <laughs> oh. Rock, paper, lizard, scissors, fuck. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Well, I mean, if you want to go first, I don't mind. <laughs> Unless. A bunch of Canadians here. And there's only one Canadian in this, in this panel. Is it me? Well, I don't know. Nick. Neither of them has said has said sorry for no reason. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Wait, are hey, both? Well, don't take my spotlight. Wait, are both of you Canadians? I'm Floridian. Hey, That's... my fellow Floridian. Florida, oh, so... as we like to call it. Yes, so we Florida. have a Florida man and a Florida woman. That's the <laughs> I know. Oh God. I am the example of Florida man. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Jared is both the alpha and the omega. 
<laughs> okay, so I guess I will go first. I will try my best. <laughs> it's all good. I believe in you. I don't. So, <laughs> for I me, love that confidence. Thank you. For me, uh, it honestly depends on who's writing it. From as somebody who is still reading a selective amount of Marvel because DC interests me more and is currently still reading a lot of DC titles, I don't think something like in the comics are going to hurt actual female representation. Like, to be honest, there's bad comics all the time, especially with male characters, a lot more than female characters, until, you know, somebody else who's like, I know what I'm doing, decides to write a good one, and everybody's like, they're back! And mean, then like, they DC's get another... session with Nightwing's butt? <laughs> oh, yeah. No! Oh, yeah. And by the way, so oh. we have movie theater Birdstorm. What's up, brother? Ah, uh, sorry I'm late. I thought it was 7.45. No, no, it's all good. So, Bianca, as you were saying, what was I saying? You were saying about about (laughs) female about you don't think it really depends on who's writing it. Yes, and even though, like, I personally have read more bad male representation than I have for females, to be (laughs) honest. But even when that happens, I don't really think much of it. I mean, I I love my brother. (laughs) I got a nephew now. He's going to turn one. I love him so much. I want to buy him everything. I hate it. (laughs) I'm not supposed to be affectionate. And the sister Uh, the year war goes to? Me. Exactly. Always. So, so essentially, like, Bianca, what you're telling me is that on this kid, you're going to spend $100 billion. Gentlemen. I'm the low end, at least. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's actually going to be true. Like, I- I'm going to spend that much. <laughs> it's going to be 10 years go by, and I said, why? Why am I still doing this? Mm-hmm. A billion dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so honestly, in my opinion, uh, it's not like uh, I enjoy the Miss the Miss Marvel comics. I'm getting the Moon Girl comics because of the show, and I'm like, yo, if this is how she's written in the show, I'm getting the comic, and apparently that's how she's written. And I'm like, I'm gonna enjoy it so much. I'm so happy. Wonder Woman stuff I have been blessed on for you know the Elseworld side comics, not the main I like her line. Run. Yes, a that, lot of people that's... did. Uh, yes. Who did the Brian Azzarello? Azzarello. Yes. Okay, so the only thing I don't like about Brian Azzarello, which I get why he did it, was the whole Amazons kidnap men, rape them, and then uh, in order to repopulate the population. The thing is, that's mythologically accurate, though. So I guess it like it, it's weird because Superman and Batman, you know, there's no mythology behind them, but for Wonder Woman, they have the Amazons, and so they have the mythology yeah, uh, from, like, different whatevers that exist. So it's like, you either go that route, or you go the other route, and I guess he just went with that route. I mean, I could have said the representation he did for Barbara Gordon in that Killing Joke movie, which... Uh, what Killing Joke movie? Why did you say that, Dad? Yeah, we're, yeah, trust me. Um, 
here at the comic we've scene, talked we're, we're, about that in depth about the that also we've never done a movie night on it so and never will so no, i just want to i i just want to to make sure that's known and, and get it in the comics league record if anyone ever requests that we cover that uh no skip the first can 30 we, minutes honestly <laughs> but like it? he did a great wonder woman barbara gordon not so much <laughs> no yeah, but I'm supposed to keep just track like of it the never Yeah, exactly. That's like Avengers 200, eh, Nix? Ah! <laughs> I had Why to. would you say that? I'm sorry. Well, Remember, so... it's still August, and there's still time for me. Yes. So, Moby Theater, but a bird storm. You, you want to say something? Yeah, it's about how uh, the how the big two hurt female characters because. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at because I've been consuming so much of the comics and manga. I've on my list, I've seen a lot more good written, well written female characters when it came to manga. But when it comes to like comics, I mean, they were there before, but it's been on the decline as of recently. I mean, I tried giving some of them, shall like, like Miss Marvel. I tried reading her comic run. I mean, it was okay, but for me, she doesn't really stand out as much. And I tr- looked at Ileana Rasputin, like, the new one, like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty okay. But I don't know what you're going to do with her. Because, so you're like, saying you don't believe in the magic in a young girl's heart? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, right. Well, what you got, I, I, I will, uh, I'm going to make a, a recommendation. Read the old Brian Reed Ms. Marvel run when Carol was Ms. Marvel. It is fantastic. Oh, is was there any Ms. Marvel? What? Was she was she literally Ms. Marvel for like 75% of her existence. She only became Captain Marvel in like, what, 2005? Yeah. No, like, it, is it M-S or M-I-S-S? M-S. Like, Ms. Ms. Oh. Ms. Marvel, yeah. Making sure. Because I get, I always get confused with the Miss and the Ms. Oh, and I'm like, wait. Jared, question. So, for someone who, who like, who wants to, like, look into magic, you know, the character, Ileana Rasputin, what run do you recommend? Do you have any recommendations? Or anyone in the panel has a, a magic Yeah, because I, 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 I haven't read anything of her, so. She's an interesting character. She's cool. If you want to see, a, if you wanna see a good m- m- a movie that features here, don't watch New Mutants. Uh, I, I would say New Mutants is actually not bad. It's not a terrible movie. Uh, also, um, magic is literally the best part of that movie. Uh, okay, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I take that back. Do you watch that? Also, I'm a really big fan of the actress, so her playing magic is kind of a plus for me. So, like, it's not Who's a bad actress? movie. Uh, it's one from Queen's Anna Gambit. Taylor-Joy. Oh, yeah. oh man, I, I remember. My cousin told me so about much. the movie. He's like, bro, her accent is so bad. And I'm like... Her accent is bad. And I'm like, is isn't bad. she Venezuelan? Why is she doing this accent? It, it is bad. Well, she's because Ileana Rasputin, which, by the way, Magic is the sister of Colossus, by the way. So, so mm-hmm. supposed to be Russian. Supposed to be Russian. Um, like, I, I thought, like, uh, you know, their depiction of Sunspot was good. Um, even Wolfsbane. I thought I thought uh, the girl from Game of Thrones did a good job as Wolfsbane. Yeah, she did. Like, like I, I feel like the movie was really they should have like the movie the movie should have done what it was supposed to be like a movie was supposed to be a horror movie it's supposed yes. to be like an r-rated horror movie like if you watch the original the trailer and even even in the the, the the version we got it's still very much there they still elements of it but like dear god they're like they're the cut of that movie like 
Release the scary cut. Release the scary cut. I was about to say, Nick. Thank you. Okay, Thank I'm you. done ranting. So, so when do we camp out outside of Fox with our signs? Who do we tweet at? <laughs> but, I mean... From my perspective, I mean, it depends on the... And not only does it depend on the writer... Oh. Okay, I think he... Okay. Not only does it <laughs> depend on the writer, it also depends on the character and the character history. Like, Probably. It's okay. I don't think Ms. Marvel, Carol Danvers, slash Captain Marvel should ever have been DC's... One, I mean, DC. Marvel's Wonder <laughs> Woman. Because, I'm really confused, sorry. <laughs> should, should not have been Marvel's Wonder Woman because... When you look, if anyone looks at her like publication history and Avengers 200 comes up, they're going to be like, what? But I like to, to say Avengers 200 as many times as possible because that annoys the hell out of Nick. So th there you go. Ah. <laughs> I will go. say that her, um, her, um, story written by Kelly Thompson was a lot better than I thought. As long as you stay the way, the hell away. From anything Kelly Sue Dakotic, you know. Yes. Like, remember, avoid her like the play. Comics, don't buy her books. Literally, from I mean, the lady did you hear her apology on that? She apologized. Yeah, she said uh, there was uh, somebody spamming the chat. Uh, there was people spamming the chat on that quote when she was doing an interview. I saw, um, and she's like, yeah. I kind of regret it saying that. I shouldn't have said that because, you know, it's supposed to be for everybody. Hey, and I was like, oh. So badly. <laughs> okay, but her, uh, her Amazon's Historia. Are, oh, yeah. I actually like that one. That I one is that one beautifully done. And I was like, yo, we're getting consequences mm. up in here. We're going to have a battle of the male and the female gods. Are gods male and female? I don't know, bro. But like, I'm ready to <laughs> They're see gods. It. They're gods. Who cares? Exactly. If you want to see, it, it, I will say, I'm currently in the middle of reading the George Perez Wonder Woman run. And if you ever <gasps> want a proper run for Wonder Woman that like is amazing and will make you fall in love with the character read the george perez run i need to get know, like, the george perez um, one. one female comic writer where um i don't like her on twitter but like i do like a lot of stuff she writes is gail simone like yeah as much as i don't like how she tweets she is a good writer and her birds of prey run of the 2000s is freaking legendary jared if there is one comic that will make me go barbara gordon and Dick Grayson, it is that one. Oh, yeah. sweet. Now I definitely have to review. Well, now I know what we're reviewing on the channel. <laughs> or maybe on a certain podcast that we're developing. Yes, exactly. Uh, but it was uh, like issue 24, 25 of the Wonder Woman run. It was like in the early 2000s. Yeah. It was where she was uh, just trying to stop Cersei from trying to create a Wonder Woman movie. And most of the time, she was cringing at so many of the lines they were saying. And by that point, when she said kill all the men, she said she had enough and was getting yeah. ready to battle Cersei. It, it, that was so Ooh. good. I love that one. There was also the one in that, I think it was that same run where she fights uh, Medusa and chops the head off of Medusa. And that's why when people were complaining that Jeff Johns had Wonder Woman like openly say I'm willing to kill people, I'm like, and people were upset. I'm like, yeah, she's always been w w willing to murder people. That depends. That's Wonder Woman. And the original um, Charles, I, I'm not going to pronounce his last name. Marston. Like there would be, 
you. Thank you. There would be panels where she's like, I don't want to use violence, but sometimes you have to use violence to stop the violence. And then somebody uh, was like, do you have any weapons on you? She's like, I will never have any weapons on me. And I'm like, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, until she shows up with a sword and shield. So of course, say, they will the always say, show the sh the sword and shield when she actually does need it. You know, finding like gods and stuff. Jared, to, yeah. To paraphrase a, a prior Twitter interaction, so for those who say Wonder Woman does not use sword and shield, allow me to show you Wonder Woman using sword and shield. No, but it's like when they say, "Oh, she would never use weapons." Here's several incontinuity stories of her. That's my problem with DC. They tend to like say, "Oh, our characters don't do this, don't do this, don't do this," and then have their characters do do those exact same things. And I'm like, "Okay, make up your mind." At least never. Even if I disagree with your with your like, like for for one thing, even if I disagree with the whole no kill rule, which really should be changed, as Pika says, to no murder, it at least pick a side of it and say, okay, ba Batman's never going to even attempt to kill anyone. Okay, that would be impossible because then there's else worlds that exist that will. Uh... And then there's the original run of Batman. Yeah, like, like the thing you got to realize about a lot of these characters is a lot of these characters are nearly 100 years old. Like, if you go back and read the original Superman run, and by that I mean, like, Action Comics number one. Yeah. Like, for one, he doesn't even fly in that one. He jumped uh, a loser. So he's yeah. kind of a cynical, wise guy. Like, he's kind of a, an a-hole in a lot yes. of years. He really is. 52 Superman, then. There you go. That My favorite Superman. So, That's, like, like you got to realize the version of these characters that, that we're familiar with, a lot of them emerged in the 70s and the 80s. Like, they're not, like, these versions are a lot newer than we realize. And what's kind of funny is that it's like Batman's first appearance, he threw someone into a vat of chemicals, not the Joker, but in the case of the chemical syndicate, he shows up. By the way, he has a gun strapped to his hip and he kicks someone into a vat of, of acid. And I'm like, okay, so Batman doesn't kill, like you tweeted, Nick. Okay, so here are all the. When they say Batman has never killed, I'm like, hello? And, th and they'll say, what do you like, that? And, <laughs> and they'll say, it's not canon. And I'm like, you didn't say canon. You said he has never killed. Well, it doesn't so matter if it's not canon because it's still canon, just older. Yeah, canon. it was yes, canon at one point. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, like, depicting it just to like, See, like these, like a lot of these people, it's like when they can't win an argument, they just change the rules of the argument in, in order to favor them. Like, oh, it's not canon. And if you say, yeah, here's a thing that's literally not canon. Oh, it's not canon. Why is it not canon? Because I say it's not canon, you know. And you literally say, DC says it's canon. No, it's not canon. It's just like it just... one bad day. Yeah, exactly. Literally, though, everyone's like, oh, Batman doesn't kill except for this time and this time. Oh, and here he kill it again. So or, all or the Superman. movies have him kill it. Or wait, Superman, my I say favorite. Superman doesn't kill. So like my... Superman literally killed Zod in Superman Two. Uh, yeah, oh yes, I, I pointed that out on our dead stream, and even she was like, "Yeah, that's true." Uh, I was actually—I I haven't seen it yet. Dang it! You guys spoiled it for me. Sorry, Spoiler I'm just kidding. I already movie. knew. <laughs> Spoiler for a movie that came I just out Stephanie Brown do. But anyway, so. I love that's for you, Nick. I love that there was this interaction I was having where this person went, uh, Batman, de, uh, a movie Batman, de, uh, um, is, is like they were upset that like Ben Affleck's Batman killed, and the, the, then they said their favorite Batman was Michael Keaton. 
And I said, oh, yeah, Keaton kills all the time. Wait, 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 wait. He goes, oh, yeah, Keaton kills all the time. And, and they go, oh, yeah, we're still upset with that. And I'm like, since when have you guys ever been upset? If I if I bring up one inconsistency about Keaton, you freak out. By the and way, I'm so glad every, I'm the exception to the rule because I saw it recently. Life. And I'm, my sister and I were like, oh, my gosh. He still kills. What the frick? Why is everybody saying he doesn't kill? Why is everybody mm -hmm. lying? Every live action iteration of Batman has killed, like Adam West. Even I indirectly. Even yeah. in, uh, uh, here's the other thing, too. Even the comics, and Comics Explained at least agree with me on this. He goes, yeah, they will have them eating. He, he will have the, the criminals at least eating out of a straw. And here's the thing. He rams them with the Batmobile. He throws razor-sharp batarangs at them. By the way, Batman being anti-gun is total BS because he straps guns to the Batmobile. Yeah. Every version of Batmobile has had guns on it. So I, I'm yeah, sure you're So I'm yeah. like, if you're anti-gun, that it, counts. Also, what's the difference between a gun and a grappling gun? Yeah, I know. You can still shoot someone with that and kill them, mind you. The amount of velocity that gets out to travel at the distance it needs like, you. Like like uh, like that moment in uh, in Batman Returns where like like the the clown is it has Catwoman and he like pulls the wall out. I'm sorry, that dude is dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I, 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 by the way, it was kind of funny. I actually had a debate with Nerd Nerd at Bianca where she actually told me that that Keaton didn't kill. So I said so as soon as I got off the stream with her, I sent her like five clips of of Keaton killing people, like putting a bomb in someone's pants and smiling and walking away. And even she was like, "Yeah, I can't refute that." Some days you just can't get rid of. She does sure need reminders, you know. So like, pop, pop, give her a video, give her a gif, you know. I do that all the time, and I'm like, "Remember this." <laughs> At least she can admit, like, when evidence is in front of her, she can admit, you know, when she. Oh, of course. Because, you know, she's a regular person. Yeah. Exactly. Or, or it's she's like, not crazy. Or it's like when I was on the stream and I told them that even uh, Pattinson killed when I showed them he diverted the gun towards the other person. They go, well, he didn't kill. I'm like, well, he's hanging like this motionless after being shot. And they go, well, it could have, like, knocked him out or start his heart. Do we see any evidence of that? No? Okay. He killed him. Beyond the fact oh he God. shot him with shot gloves. So I'm like, you know what? He's dead. So, but but beyond that, I, I also think what's kind of interesting about the way the, the, the market, if you will, has represented female characters is that he, here's the thing, and movie theater touched on this. To a certain degree, they do treat them like, they try to treat these characters like they're like the most perfect characters ever. And then if you critique the story at all, if you have not, if you're being an a-hole and just saying, Oh, women, <laughs> but if you actually have valid critiques, they do point you as a misogynist, which then makes people less likely to pick up those books, thus harming the sales and representation of the book. And what's up, Nick? See, uh, like, I agree with you, uh, like, but the other way they tend to write female characters, and, and ladies, feel free to, like, correct me on this, it seems like they're either, like, Little Miss Perfect, or they basically just write them like a man. Like, like the whole no, man with boobs, right. the whole man with boobs trope, which mm -hmm. I, I cannot stand it. Like, I, I love, like, like for my female characters to, to act like women. If I want to, like, watch a male character, I'll, I'll do that. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know, like, am I wrong here? No, you're so not. No, you're not wrong. Oh. I mean, I think the problem is like, 
I don't know. Again, maybe to me, they... it's all who depends on who writes the thing. True. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so from sorry, I'm trying to figure out how I'm supposed I to mean, word this. With their okay, latest but... character from DC. Yeah, sorry. Should you continue? Or... Next was talking first. Okay. But um, I'm just trying to figure out. How... Okay, so like for certain female characters be written more like masculine like i can get behind you know if that if their backstory kind of aligns with why they would be acting in that kind of more masculine way Mm -hmm. like like tomboys for example Mm -hmm. can be pretty masculine that's kind of their whole appeal is that they've got kind of a more masculine attitude, but very feminine look. But if it just, but it, it's going off of what, what Nick said, um, I I think usually the worst of it is that they give all of their female characters like the worst masculine aspect. They complain and they go on about toxic masculinity, but then they go and give those exact same traits to their female characters, and then they expect us to cheer and applaud. Oh my gosh, you're so brave! Wow, you Civil made us so War strong. Two. Yeah, Civil War Two, exactly. I will agree Civil with Civil War that. Two is the first. Sorry, Bianca, were you saying something? No, no, no. I'm saying I agree. I agree with her. I haven't okay. heard her talk yet, so I've been wanting to hear her. <laughs> her. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying very careful not to talk over anyone, especially like the ladies here. I'm trying to I'm trying to be on my best behavior. Like, so. I don't really talk about it a lot unless we're on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it now. <laughs> it's always Twitter. Let's not hate ourselves. <laughs> we gotta go we'll extreme! Always, we'll you say X and I feel like we'll I'm always... posting on a porn site. But Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, X is gonna give it to you, so. What do you yeah. think of the latest oh, character from DC? You know, like, Trinity, the daughter of Wonder Woman? Apparently. No, 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 he... Here's my thoughts on that. I'm not going to judge it based on one comic book issue. I have to see more to see if it's like a character arc. Because Tom King, if we're taking, if we're believing what he's saying, there is a character arc and that Trinity will go through an arc and become more humble and stuff. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give you a shot. Now, if, uh, to, to tell you the truth, she she hasn't gotten the best introduction so I'm like, can she last that long? Um, there's an issue I kind of wanted to uh, talk yeah. about here. So something that I think we don't really talk about much here, like in the comic discourse, is a writer is incentivized to create new characters rather than use old ones. Because when they create a new character, they get royalties from that character. One hundred billion dollars, oh, gentlemen. That's what they're hoping for, anyway. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just I was like, Had so to. that's what that's why like like kind of like in the last ten years ago, you've seen this explosion of new characters. They're just trying to get because like when a character is used in in, in media, that the, the artists kind of get a little bit of the kickback for it. Um, and so like I think that is like, and do you guys think that's something that's hurting comics where it's like. These art, these creators, they're less incentivized to use legacy characters like the Stephanie Browns, the Helena Bertinelli's, the Hunter Sis of the World. You think they're less incentivized to use those characters who have this rich backstory you can draw upon, build upon, 
And the fact we just get this like a- endless parade of, of each each new creator comes in, they try to make their their OC work. You know, this is my totally new OC guys. Don't steal. Uh, sorry. I mean, um, and and it's like it's like they come out. Some of them land. A lot of them don't. But but it just every time a new creator comes in, they they're trying to push their new character, and it's kind of stifling the like. What do what do you guys think? Well. This brings me back to what I was talking about with Joe Sontag, and even he said the problem with a lot of comic book creators coming in is that they're not coming in to write comic books. They're coming in treating this as a stepping stone to a new medium because they're hoping if I if I make up a hit character, I can turn it into a hit TV show, which then will lead me into having that that, uh, that sweet. Never. Chuck Dixon literally said the exact same thing when I interviewed him. Do you remember that, Jared? Yeah. Like. Yeah, he literally said the exact same thing when I interviewed him. So everyone wants the life. deal. Everyone wants the deal that Mark Millar has with Netflix. Everyone wants or, that deal. Everyone wants to be the like the next Robert Kirkman. Yeah, who you know, like Robert Kirkman literally has his own sub brand underneath Image. Yeah, he's a partner, I think, of it. Why not try to be like? Yeah, like go ahead. Todd McFarlane. Well, why not try to learn from like Todd McFarlane? I mean, I if I from what little I know. He mostly wanted to do comics and whatever else he did, like toys. It was mostly to help try to bring people directly to his comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the funny part about that story is that when he got into toys, he got into toys because they were because Mattel approached him about doing Spawn action figures, and he was and he looked at the action. If you guys have seen action figures pre McFarlane toys, they were horrible looking. Yeah, like um. As a person who grew up in that era and played with a lot of those toys, like go and look at like the early TMNT toys. Um, like they're okay, but like those are like the good ones. Or like look at some of the er- like the Kenner Star Wars figures. Mm-hmm. Like not even like I mean this not even just the ones from the seventies. Look at the ones from the early nineties. There isn't much of a improvement in like over fifteen years of like of like toys. Like this like the ones from seventy seven, the ones from like ninety three. There's not that much difference. I mean, then you have this where he's like, no, let's actually make it look like the character's supposed to represent. Yeah, McFarlane really did up the the like the standard quality. Like if you look at look at toys from the early 90s, like just standard kid toys. We're not talking about the premium market. Just look at kids' toys from the early 90s and look at it like in the late 90s. Like, for example, compare Batman 89 toys to Batman and Robin toys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like nearly nearly a 10-year difference. They, they're such a big leap in quality in those toys. Well, yeah. And they and also, I, I think that has to do with the collector's market because they're like, if we make them so... Uh, if we up the quality, yes, that ups the price, but, but more people are going to buy them because collectors are going to look, hey, it actually looks like Batman now, so I, I want to put this on a shelf. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, the, how you get like hot toys and McFarlands and all that. Stuff. I'd say the collector's toy market really didn't say toys started taking off till the late two thousands. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, it, like it was in the it was in the twenty tens where like the regular toy companies started reducing like the premium bands, like the light, like the like the lightning line, the the like the like, kind of like the, the, the it started really hating the mainstream in the early twenty tens. Mm-hmm. And. Movie theater brings up a good point. He says three things I love in, in female characters. It's a character, a nice design, and investment. That's the other thing is like 
And, and that's a, a good point, brother, is that they don't have a, a lot of the times they're also very lazily designed. So it's like it's like with w w Wonder Woman's costume. It's very simple, but it's very elegant. It's very regal. It's it communicates her warrior culture. I think it depends on which costume. I hate well, the newer costume. I hate the skirt. I hate it so much. Oh, the combat skirt. You don't like the combat skirt? No. You prefer the bathing suit thing she had pre-Flashpoint? Um, not that. Like, I preferred her skirt back in the day. I even liked her shorts back in the day. I'm one of those. And yeah, I, I also liked the uh, more, like, bikini look, too. The, the battle skirt that she has currently, it's just a preference. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the reason why they did that is because it looks more armored and more modern, modern warrior. Yeah, right? I think... Plus, the gal movie. I will say... I think that the, the, like kind of the biggest problem with that is they kind of make it a bit more Roman than it is Greek because like the Romans True. were the ones the Romans were the one who had the battle skirts like even the men use that so I, like but the problem is like correct me if I'm wrong but I don't think the Greeks use that kind of like battle skirt kind of thing like that is like I know the Romans did like if you look at Roman legionaries they definitely had that battle skirt. I don't think the Greeks did, so that's kind of like well. The problem, it, the problem with that, Nick, is that Wonder Woman has always reflected more Roman looks because if you notice, her golden armor is very clearly more Roman inspired, particularly the helmet, than Greek. So yeah. I'm like, as to, to to a certain degree, yeah, she's Greek, but she's uh, her design is more inspired by Roman characters, I would say. Which I I really don't like because like the Greek Empire and the Roman Empire, for one thing, they're different countries, and two. They're separated by about a thousand years of history. So it, it's like people tend to conflate the two and treat them as interchangeable when they're very different. Mm -hmm. And movie theater bir birdstorm, do you have anything uh, to add? You're bringing up great points in the chat. Well, I was going to bring up this stuff. Like, I think it's just most writers are failing on number three. Mm -hmm. They're not creating investment for us in these female characters. Good point, like, yes. Like we could, we could all have investment in like male characters and other characters, because they're not—they're just building them up over time, or even like trying to get us intrigued more and more. Mm -hmm. But with female characters, they're suffering from this a lot. Like, look at Miles. It took ten years to get mm -hmm. him to a point where and, he is now, where people have accepted him. Well, yes. and Wonder Woman got to that point because of the movie. Yes, she was gaining in popularity because, I mean, she, she is the third member of the Trinity. She's the face of DC. Uh, in, terms of, in terms of mainstream attention, in terms of, like, general audience attention, it wasn't as big as it is today. Uh, before the movie. I believe that's because of royalties. Oh, yeah. The, also, that like, family royal gets insane oh, amount of royalties from what I've been told. So, mm -hmm. which is why there is like little to no content on Wonder Woman at all. Like ever since I was young, I was like, hey, how come we don't have a Wonder Woman cartoon? We got we Batman, we got Superman. There was a Linda Carter It's also kind of hard to write for. Also- no, I, I wouldn't I, say so. That, especially back then, you, how hard it I is to write a Wonder Woman movie or a TV show or a cartoon when she's literally in the Justice League and she has her own episodes, which are, written pretty good james gunn's like yeah i want to do a wonder woman series let's do it let's do that animation won't, I mean, that won't see well, the light of day i got news for you me but and Jake, nick you were had kind of arguing with this like before like, like we were bouncing off ideas for this because i wanted to see a wonder woman show but how would you do it apart from the justice league because like you can't make her like a superman or batman clone because she's generally Obviously. not like that 
Well, the thing is, people tend to forget, like, Wonder Woman is a character that, like, she kind of drifts in and out of mainstream popularity. Because remember, True. there was the, se- the show in the 70s that was insanely popular. Yeah. Like, in the 70s, Wonder Woman was about as mainstream as Like, remember, like, she graced the cover of Ms. Magazine, a pro- like, a big fem, like, for the inaugural issue of Ms. Magazine had Wonder Woman on it. You know, mm-hmm. like, she was a big deal. Like, and she's drifted in and out. Like, Unfortunately, lots of failed pilots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Including Steve Trevor, who, who apparently can't stay in the air because he's an idiot. Also, oh. also, fun fact, Adrian Plecki, uh, who, uh, you know, from the Orville, literally was in one such pilot for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, was it the I, one I, where she was wearing pants? Yes, yes. By the way, they were going to have her wear pants. Um, they were going to have her wear pants in the new 52, but what happened is that People freaked out, so that's why in the new f- f- 52, she doesn't have pants. That's I why. Bianca, I like the I pants. Ha- I'm such a I highly recommend you go and check out that pilot. It is freaking wild. There's literally a scene where, like, she walks into a hospital. She's trying to get, like, get past the guard. Oh, never mind. It's just, I, I know what clip, clip he's, he, he's talking about, and, and I can't, and it's, I have to keep this PG. Uh-oh. I'll tell you off stream. Yeah, you can tell me I've huh? seen it. That's, that's totally what fine. the heck happened in this pilot? What, what's going on? I got censored by Jared, so you know, <laughs> it, take it up with him. Censorship. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the the thing is, is that I, I I do agree with you, Nick. Wonder Woman should be as big as Superman and Batman. She's not, unfortunately, and I think eighty four kind of put a ding in her reputation because she started off with like a great movie, a fantastic a fantastic first movie. Everyone agrees that was an awesome movie. Then Wonder Woman two Not comes me. out and, and everyone has like really short attention a really short attention span when it comes to good movies that they're not like, well, she had one good movie. They'll remember her as, oh yeah, nineteen eighty four sucked. like I will say, I don't think 84 was big of a hit as a hit to her character as some people like claim it to be. Like it was a ding. Like I still see people talk about Wonder Woman to this day. Like mm-hmm. you don't realize the power of Gal Gadot. Like Gal Gadot just mm-hmm. is is basically like Christopher Reeve to Superman now. Like she is iconic. Just just t- just seeing Gal Gadot, you think about Wonder Woman, and I mm-hmm. I, 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 I Wonder Woman is still in the mainstream conversation. True. Would you want to add movie theater? Uh, I was saying, I was just typing like, Kamala Khan is also slowly becoming a popularity because mm-hmm. during the whole all new, totally different Marvel, the three characters that were showing prominence were Nova, Miles Morales, and Kamala Khan. Like, like currently to this day, like they're the three characters that are becoming like a little more popular than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Like since yeah. Kamala Khan's getting her own like movies. And she got her own TV show. Like before, TV show wasn't bad. I'm gonna say it right now. The TV show was not bad. No, I like, thoroughly enjoyed it. The problem like before, with the it, uh-uh. sorry, go ahead. Like before, I mean, I haven't read all new, all totally different Marvel. But like before, before I th- I heard like she wasn't that popular, but now she's slowly rising in popularity. Like with this, we'll I believe see. they should, in our comics, right, give her like good stories, good and better quality stories that would set her apart from all our competition. Like, they could really do well with Miss Marvel. 
Because the idea is that they want to turn her into like the way Spider-Man was in the bat in the early days of Marvel, where, where she's like the more ride-along character. She's our window into the Marvel universe. Which hey, they she could be. It's just the movie has to be good, which I doubt it's gonna be. Honestly, like I will I'm more say hyped for the comic she's gonna write. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because here's the thing about here's the thing about the like the actress they picked for Kamala Khan was perfect. She knows like, her stuff too. Like like, and the thing is, like they wanted someone who's like a fan of like all this Marvel stuff. They literally picked someone who is a fan of this stuff, and I think the actors enthusiasm for the brand really crept into, into the acting and in, in like the best way possible yeah and i think and then like she's got kind of like this infectious energy where it's like mm-hmm. okay okay i want to i want a fan with you you know it's like you, she you makes you feel energy. like you're a fan of marvel and i gotta say historically i have not been a big fan of ms marvel because i think she was introduced poorly and all new all different going to your th- thought m- movie theater but the show kind of sold me, and that's the thing about the about the Disney Plus shows, particularly Hawkeye and Ms. Marvel. Because here's the thing: Kate Bishop in the comics at the time was like not a liked character. Then, ironically enough, Haley Steinfeld plays the character, and all of a sudden she's likable. It's almost so like if like, you put, it's almost like if you have Haley Steinfeld play anyone, they become likable. Well, I guess uh, I just cast the Haley Steinfeld as creature. Hey, they actually, I could see that, Nick. I, I could definitely. Oh, see that. wait, are you talking about you're talking about the Hawk, Hawkeye show? Yeah, yeah, the Hawkeye show. Yeah, just... People are telling me she's a Mary Sue who doesn't ever get beat up and never oh, gets, she gets beat up she, in that show. And she, oh, well, and she does books, everything perfectly in the books. In the books, she, she is. is. No, they're saying in the TV show. Specifically. No, Nick, is she a Mary Sue in the show? No, like she makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, like, like it's very like, like literally, she's trying to sneak in. She falls through the skylight as, as hot. Like it's like this. There's, and the a whole lot of show. Uh, so I, I don't think they watch the show or watch the same show. I, I gotta or... be honest. A lot of these channels throw around the words woke and SJW and stuff to stuff that it doesn't apply to. Yeah, like I'm getting really tired yeah. of um, a lot of these like outrage merchants, the people who just like talk about stuff to complain. And I'm like, dude. If you hate it so much, why are you watching it? Like, come on. Yeah, it's, but that's just my point. And movie theater Britt brings up a good point. He says, I believe these characters from Marvel and DC can do great. They are Kamala Khan, female lanterns, Wonder Woman family, female mutants, and a potential new character. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's the point. That's a fantastic. I'm glad you brought that up, movie theater. Thank you. Because everyone knows my favorite lanterns are, are, are um, John. Hal and Jessica, because here's what they do with Jessica. And I always say this is the fan, most fantastic example of creating a diverse character, but doing it well. When they brought in Jessica, she was a character that was like agoraphobic and wouldn't leave her house because her story is that she was camping with some friends. She saw like some uh, mobsters burying a body. She, and then she, uh, her, her friends were killed by the mobsters, but she got away. And in fact, the, the Justice League versus Fatal Five movie actually represented that origin pretty well but so she gets chosen to be a green lantern and in her comics throughout the run in fact even throughout her existence today it's all about her dealing with the fact that she's too she actually says i'm uh, i'm supposed to be this being that can push past great fear but i'm too afraid to leave my my house and she constantly has this imposter syndrome and i'm reading this and i'm like see Here's how she's not a Mary Sue. She admits her weaknesses, but continues to push past them. You see the struggle. And I really, like, building off of what Jared said, 
I really feel like Jessica Cruz, it should be used as a blueprint for how to create, honestly, any character. Like, I mean, female, male, is is you use the template of, like, you know, like, let's say the Green Lantern stuff, and you create a cool, cool character with an interesting backstory that people can relate to. Because when Jessica Cruz, like, many people don't have agoraphobia, but they can imagine it. Like, they can imagine having, like, that kind of fear. And, like, the struggle she has, like, it's relatable. And people can empathize with the character and, like, oh, and it's like, oh, my God, you create a popular character now. It's like, well, people, not only like, that. Sorry. Not only that, because the, the, the whole point of a Green Lantern ring, when it comes to it, says you have the ability to overcome great fear. And the thing with the Green Lanterns, yeah, not everyone's agoraphobic, but they all have had a situation where they've been afraid and have to push past that fear mm -hmm. and ironically created by evs so i guess he's not a racist that's the one time i will m m make a statement on that but that co-created that's what i will say there but i was gonna say something but like i i was like Should I? the point is there are fantastic examples and this gets back to what bianca says when it depends on the writers because she was the writer was Jeff Johns, who knows what he's doing when it comes to writing comics. And he was like, okay, so let me I'm introducing this female character that Ethan and I came up with. Let's figure out a way, let's have her go through the struggles that a Green Lantern would have, but jack that up to a 10. Because when you see because the very fact that, that, that when you see her in the beginning, she's too afraid to leave her house, and then she's like flying through space fighting aliens. When you look at her entire arc, it is so freaking compelling and cool. That's why I freaking love the character. So uh, let's, I want to for a second talk about another Jeff Johns character, Stargirl. Oh, yeah. There you go. I like, love uh, Stargirl. I only know of her from the TV show, and she is adorable as all. I read X some and comics, and, and, and the TV show is an accurate portrayal of the character. Well, it's got to be because Jeff Johns. Because it's Jeff Johns writing like, it. He's like, that's also, my sister, like, so. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like, it isn't like it's based off of his sister. So it's like, you mm -hmm. know. That's the one time Jeff Johns has written anything in the movie or TV space of value. Well, the comics, too. He can't write Wonder Woman at all. He can't write a Wonder Kinda Woman can, comic. though. Everyone always oh. brings up that one panel of her going, when I deal with with characters, I deal with them. I'm like, well, No, 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 no. I've actually, with Robert on his show, we've done a few Jeff Johns Wonder Woman comics. And I said, he cannot write Wonder Woman. And he's like, yeah, he cannot write Wonder Woman. And I okay, said, oh, gosh. Yeah, the, the, there are some times beyond that where I'm like, I get what you're going for. Doesn't work for this character. But Better it, execution. But, yeah. Please. <laughs> yes, exactly. Better execution. But the point, but my point is that when you have a skilled writer that at least knows for the most part what they're doing, look at the difference in, in how people adopt the character. I mean, not only that, but like, also, when you have a skilled editor who who, uh, who who knows how to call out a writer, be like, "All right, you're doing this. You need to do this." Like, like that's that's kind of something else that's not really in this conversation. Is uh, a, a good editor can elevate writing to such a tremendous level. Like, a good editor is very important to this process. Mm -hmm. and by movie theater, remind me who is who's the pink lantern? Fatality. Hmm? Oh, there was fatality. Remember? What was she the was, again? 
She was the she was on the planet John Stewart blow blew up. Oh, when he became a Green Lantern, and when she found out who she, who he was, she went on a manhunt to find him and destroy him. Like, no way, Kyle Rayner, and she went and fought against Kyle Rayner and John Stewart and almost won, I believe. Mm-hmm. But then the comic shenanigans and yeah. So she was an on-and-off character who later became brainwashed due to the star Sapphire. And the last... Mm-hmm. Wait, what? No, it's like, go ahead. And where we last left her off, she and John Stewart, after sorting through all their emotions and going through Blackest Night and such, were just, like, taking a break, and we didn't see her again for a while. Mm-hmm. I think we're still waiting for her to come back because she found the guy who ruined her life, destroyed all her friends and family, because of his arrogance, had to fight him multiple times, got brainwashed, and thought she loved him, but then turns out she somewhat loves him, then leaves the Star Sapphire Corps, I believe, for a while, mm-hmm. and now she's deciding on what she wants to do with her life. That's like, cool. I like that. After all that craziness. Speaking of, few, I, uh, of Star Sapphires, how about Carol Ferris as well? Yeah, she's also the lantern for Earth. All you need is love. She's the uh, the the she's Hal Jordan's girlfriend slash. The, oh. the, she's the Hal Jordan of the Sinestro. I'm uh, Sinestro. That would be cool. <laughs> the the Star Sapphire. They both start with S. She was played by Blake Lively in the movie. And actually, and they hinted the character exists in Man of Steel. Lieutenant Ferris. That's always with. Uh, with uh, Martian Manhunter. My headcanon is that's Carol's sister. That could actually work because we never hear her first name. Plus exactly. If we, plus, you if know, they ever, sister. like, uh, move that to Netflix, they could explore that. Or um, she could just be a liaison from Ferris, from Ferris Air. That, that works, too. But, and the, and the point is, here's another... Uh, here's one more great female character and then we'll wrap up. Harley Quinn. I know someone was going to bring that up in the comments, so I might as well just bring it up. I mean, I was going to bring up the the greatest female character ever, Lois Lane. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! (laughs) Don't you dare, Nick! You know what? Why did you say that, Nick? You suck! Why did you bring up the the least likable character in all of DC (laughs) Comics? I had to give you a bit of... <laughs> For those who don't Sorry. know, I cannot Sorry. stand I, I I cannot stand Lois Lane with with a fiery passion. He's Lois, oh, Lois Lane is great. <laughs> okay, so this is the last time Bianca's going to be on Comics League. But I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But the the thing is, is that so Harley Quinn has become this symbol of like female empowerment. She was that since the Suicide Squad movie is when she really took off yeah. in that role. Uh, again, it wasn't the, since the Batman animated series because I saw really. people using that he, as an example. He, yeah, because this is where me and Jared have an argument. Like he thinks Suicide Squad was a launch for popularity. I contend she was popular long before that. And I said examples like I was going to college at the time, uh, in like like 2013 on and up. And like I knew people, mainstream people, who are huge fans of Harley Quinn long before that. Like I say, Harley Quinn's popularity really took off like 2009 2010ish and like I, I saw tons of merch in the stores as early as like 2011 2012 
Like Harley Quinn, like I would say Harley Quinn being in Suicide Squad was more of a benefit to the movie than her than than her being in the movie was a benefit to her. Like I feel like she was the draw. I want to agree with that. I want to say I agree because I I'm not around comic book people in my everyday life, but they all knew Harley Quinn. They all knew okay. her uh, red and black attire, even though like they don't really know much about the comic books, but they would ask me because I would read comic books. They're like, right. So Harley Quinn, you know, the red and the black, but I have people who know Nightwing and I'm like, you know, Nightwing. And they're like, yeah, I've yeah, never read the, the comics, by the way, but I love Nightwing. And then they would just send me Dick Grayson memes. <laughs> and, and like, and, and, and it's like, uh, I always go into comic cons as early as 2013, 2014. I have pictures from those cons where there's a bunch of Harley Quinn cosplayers there. Like you, and you you're not going to share. That's that's disrespectful. You, you got to share pics, Nick, or it didn't happen. All right. <laughs> um, like these are low resolution. I took them with a with an iPod Touch third generation. So oh my gosh! Really no communicate excuse. how utterly old you are. Wow, <sighs> Nick. This was 2013, and that was like somewhat of a new new thing. Like somewhat <laughs> of a new thing. So was the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, to bring God. that up. Oh dear God! Nick is the old one in our friend group. Yes, yes, I am. I am the old head. I am also the raw walrus. you? Sometimes I'm the young one in the group. Who? who I'm 27. Somebody. Oh damn! I'm 27. Hey! Year. Time travel. All right. So this is from Motor City Comic Con 2014. How'd you get a picture so. of me? And me. <laughs> and me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These are all pictures of uh, Bianca. Yeah. I can change my size. <laughs> <laughs> That's your superpower. Also, there was, like, uh, at this con, there was, like, three different Lokis that are all female. So take that as you will. Well, what year Ooh. was that, that, that con, Nick? This is 2014. Well, it makes oh, sense because that, uh, Loki was, hey. like, uh, experienced a surge in popularity after the Avengers movie, the first one. Yes. Can I just say, as like a huge Harley Quinn fan, I oh, I've cosplayed dear. her like now twice. Really, I really don't like how she's taken off. Really, in her what clothes? Way? Oh man, I don't know about that. <laughs> also, like, that oh, I'm still sharing. I don't have time to go through the the entire thing. I thought you, I thought you, you could talk. You, you guys Harley can Qu talk. It's a, it's a distraction, talk. Nick. Nick, I I thought you you were showing a Harley Quinn picture. All right, fine. I'll, fine, I'll There was a distinct block of Harley. Yeah, I, I, whatever. Harley. <laughs> we saw anyway. Wonder Woman with pants. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Nick, okay, that, as you were saying. No, no. Oh, that looks so yeah. cute. I like that. Oh. That is me, by the way. Dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> I love that clip. Who are yeah. you dressed as? I was Shotaro from Kamen Rider Double. What do you guys oh, think nice. for female comics, I mean, female characters for this upcoming 2020s decade? Do you think anything will change for them? Well, I think that there is a potential for, for them to take off, for them to be better. Because here's the thing. Going off of Tom King's Wonder Woman, he certainly can't do worse than... than uh, Rad has been doing. So I have a feeling that he will have... that. He has the potential to really help the character. By the way, this is from 2013. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So literally 10 years ago. Like, I'm telling you, Jared. No, Nick, I agree with you. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Nick, uh, what were you saying earlier? I was saying, like, I, I'm a fairly big fan of Harley Quinn. I've cosplayed her now twice, and I'm not really... I don't... Like, I like the idea of her getting away from the Joker and trying to become her own person. I just don't like the way that they do it, because they make it way too entwined with the Joker. Or they try to go, like, the, oh, her in Poison Ivy, they're, like, totally gay for each other, you guys. But, like... They did set that up, though, in the show, though. Not completely, though. In the show, I will, I will, she kind I mean, of was just as much of a jerk to Harley as the Joker was, just in kind of a different, more subtle way. At I least that's feel the feeling like, I got. I mean, honestly, if you go back and watch rewatch Batman the series, they do kind of come across like a lesbian couple because, like, they live together, like, the way they act together. A lot of it is they couldn't show that on television. And, you know, like, I don't believe in coding, but, like, I do, like, in this instance, I kind of make an exception, because, like, I feel like they are trying to, like, say it without saying it. Well, plenty of women live together, Nick, and and aren't a couple, though. Wait, yeah. are you saying, are you saying it, it's perfectly acceptable for two dudes to be friends and not have them be shipped together? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like well, they... the, Paul, I don't know if it was Paul Dini or Bruce Tim, but they have stated that they did want to do it, but they weren't allowed to do it in the uh the show and i believe in the new batman animated series comic uh what's uh, what's her name oh female cop lady uh afro lentina montoya, yes, montoya. Like, they... going off of her race now that's how you went to... that was hilarious yeah, isn't she dating yeah because she has a like... spanish name yeah montoya so like they had her come out in the comic and people were actually surprised. Like she wasn't lesbian in the show. And I'm like, because they weren't allowed to show that, bro. That, what are you talking problem, about? And how did you not know she was already lesbian? But that's the problem though. Here's the problem with that whole thing about, well, she wasn't the show, but they couldn't show it. It's then I'm sorry. It's not canon yet until they actually show. I'm a big fan because here's the thing. I, I I ran into this issue with Greg Rucka when he went, I always considered her uh, Wonder Woman to be bi. And I'm like, well, Wonder Woman is the one character where that kind of makes sense. But the point is, is that I'm, I can't stand it when writers say, oh, yeah, I wanted to do this. Why isn't it in the book then? I, if because it's not they in the were show, denied. No, if, it, if it's not in the show. Simone wanted Barbara Gordon to be bisexual and in a lesbian relationship with Black Canary, who she also wanted to make bisexual. So I guess a bisexual relationship. Pro problem with that. I, I mean, honestly, I could see Black Canary as bisexual. I, well, I apparently she is canonly bisexual. Like, if you like look her up, she is canonly bisexual. But I was <laughs> that's what i want to know i i you just ask robert about this stuff i'm like robert when was she bisexual i and didn't know this until today <laughs> when and you according said it. to what canon because if you're saying in the simone run well that was wiped out in flashpoint Oof. that's my pro that's my problem when the writers start uh, start saying well she, uh, she she's this way why isn't it in the book see my thing is I don't care that they made Renee Montoya gay. Like, whatever, you know? No. My problem is, and this is something that we need to talk about, is they made her the question, all right? Like, this is something that you see a lot, um, where you have what? female characters... People liked her as the question. Wait, wait. And that's fine. They can like it. I'm not trying to take that away from them. My thing is, I really hate it when 
they they give a like a like these mantle swaps. Like give like a male role to a female. Like oh, it will, like, it will be perfect. Superman. No, no, I have to do this. It will be perfect when it fits a woman. Uh, that's one but, line from one show though like some no, people but, like to do it organically how many there's been five robins i don't think it would matter if just one robin ended up becoming a female I mean, because that, it's just oh, a mantle actually pass. actually if we're going to be fair there's been two female robins and i'm perfectly okay with that yeah but the thing is bianca it, it, it's here's here's the the issue with that is that they always do it at the because here's the thing yes with robins it's a little different because nowadays they try and keep both characters in the mantle like john ken superman and clark ken superman which i still call him superboy because i i, I don't know he's not superman because, it's confusing it's like it, spider-man it, it, and spider-man there's not two aquaman there's not two spider-man there's not two batman the, the because if i go down the street to like my non-comic book reading neighbor and ask them what's what's batman's real name they're not gonna say jace fox they're going to say Bruce Wayne. Joseph. Oh, dang it. <laughs> but the, the point is that, let me put it this way. I would be more accepting of this if they would commit to it and say, okay, so Bruce Wayne is going to retire. Uh, well, here, here's the thing. When they did the mantle swap in, uh, in the Grant Morrison run, Batman was dead. He couldn't yeah. be Batman anymore. So they said, let's give it to his most worthy successor, Dick Grayson. You mean, you mean that like how but didn't that also happen a white with guy named Ted Cord? And now he's a Hispanic person named Jaime Reyes. But the, yeah, movies they, coming out. Yeah, they still kind of kept the other one. But what were you saying, Bianca? But for from what I've been told, for the uh, Montoya run where she is uh, questioned, there are times when he does die, so she ends up taking over. That's that's the preferable way to do it. My my problem is when they try and keep the other person in the mantle as well and do mantle sharing. That's where I'm like, no, make up your mind. Pick if you pick the one I don't want, I'll still respect the fact that you made a decision. But okay, then yes, I agree with that. Mental sharing yeah. while one is still alive, uh, that's not really what I prefer though. And it's like I, I want a character like... to be able to stand on their own two feet. Like like for example, yeah. Miles. Should be like Shadow Spider or something like like Spider. Oh, you never like heard his other names? Kid Arachnid. Do he had like two <laughs> other names? But no, sorry, one other name besides that one, and they both never stuck. So everybody kept because everybody kept calling him Spider Man or Miles Morales. <laughs> like like look at like if we want to talk about like a, a character taking on a mantle working, like Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider is a perfect example of it being done right. Like I actually Power really like. Power Girl as well. There you go. But like, I, but like uh, Spider Gwen, I think is a great example. Like, she's got her own different flavor. You know, she's got her own Earth that she's on, and like the whole punk rock aesthetic. Like, her her costume is like it's Spider inspired, but like it comes from a different mindset. Like, I actually really like Spider Gwen. I don't even mind pairing pairing her with Miles because it's a it different Gwen. Honestly. She's a lot younger. She's the same age. Like, and by the way, most of my experience is a movie, so like, you know. Why did they change her name? What's wrong with Ghost Spider? Like they kept they kept Silk's name. Silk has always been Silk. <laughs> I think because Spider Gwen is the one that like people catch on to more. Her, like, her name in the universe. Her name in the Marvel universe is Ghost Spider. It's just the book is called Spider Gwen. Also, Dum Dum uh, in the Gum Gum. Also, yeah. Also, just to complicate things further, within the across the Spider Verse universe, in the universe, he's called Spider Woman. And. But here's the, the the other thing I just want to add, and movie theater brought it up in the private chat. 
I'm actually against um, mental swaps in it, plural uh, at all. Because here's the thing. This would have been one thing if they had like swapped the mantles over and over again, like consistently. Like Robin. Like Robin. Yes. Through, throughout throughout the the entire publication history of these characters. But for like 70 years, short of a few brief stints, Clark has been Superman. You can't you, you, you can't do it now. That that's not the way it works. Cause now, no matter what, no matter what John does, everyone's always gonna see Clark as Superman. Same thing with Jace. Same thing with whoever the hell the other Aquaman's name is. It's the same thing Aqualad? with all the other marquee characters. It doesn't mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how many times like like Steve Rogers steps down and they try and shove someone else in, into the role, like Steve Rogers always picks up the shield again. Doesn't matter how many times Batman dies, but Bruce Wayne will always come back. It's like uh, they keep trying to do these mantle swaps and people just like it's it's like it can't stick. And and I got news for you it's swapping out a mantle of a character just so you can have diversity is itself extremely racist because what you're saying is that these characters aren't good enough to stand on their own two feet yeah but it's supposed yeah. to be about like the like let's let's try and kind of rein it in a little bit because okay like, we're supposed to talk about like the females in the comics we're kind of, kind of turned this uh, okay else, so. but in terms of the female uh, they're it now the other thing that they need to do let me put it this way and i'm gonna go around around the panel starting with the ladies what are some ways that you think f going forward female uh, uh, the, the writers should do to re represent female characters better? And I'll start with like next. Go ahead. I think honestly, I've seen a lot of really good uh, female characters having been based on like actual real people that the creator knew. Like uh, to take it into anime. Um, once that's okay, but anyway, so you mean, uh, uh, so you mean, uh, uh, not sorry, sorry, oh, um, I, I just got distracted, um, okay. by my nieces, but uh, I was saying, uh, to take this into like an anime example or manga example, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Hirohiko Araki actually based uh, one of the, the more prominent female characters from part two the uh, instructor and mother to the Jojo of that part, Lisa Lisa, uh, on a girl he knew in his childhood. Mm -hmm. And she's a fantastic character. Or it's uh, like with Stargirl, how she's like based off someone in Jeff John's personal life because the writer feels more of a personal co connection to that character so they're willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, but, like, uh, 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 no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Next. Like, like I'm just saying, like, I think oh, some of the best characters, male or female, come from people we know based in our own lives, 100%. because you're you're taking something you're familiar with. And that's probably the best thing a writer can do is like take experience from your own life. Like, oh, you know, this guy was based on my dad or a brother uncle whatever some guy in the line in front of me at a starbucks mm -hmm. that uh, i talked with for like five minutes and like i don't know it's just i think that can help you know you're not trying to create someone based off of like nothing what about you bianca 
Can you repeat the question? Mm-hmm. What could what could modern writers do to b- better represent female characters? Just hire somebody best for the job. <laughs> Honestly, that's a pretty solid response. That's true. Movie Not everybody can write female characters, and that's, that's that kind of sucks, you know? Sometimes a I'm, male can write a female character. Sometimes a female cannot write a female character. Like I've been, I've been reading manga since I was like in middle school. I've I've read comics in like 2017, which was way after high school. Uh, that's when I started like um, like two three years into my job. Like, not all manga can do female characters well either. It's just a thing that women, that lots of girls latch on to because they're so used to the trope <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, let me diversify. Let me... I mean, I'd argue in general, like, everyone can write. Not everyone can Until they write can't. well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and, and that's kind of the... That's the problem we see in a lot of media is, like, everyone thinks they can write. Like, oh, I can write. It's just words. It's putting two words together. Like, is up. Oh, I'm a writer now. It, like... I've seen professors, professors who teach classes on writing and had college degrees on writing and they teach kids about writing. And then I read their material and I said, how are you teaching when you suck and you need an editor, by the way, can't spell. So what it is with those professors is, yeah, they can teach you how to write. Like they're just kind of citing best practices or quoting from a textbook because like they were taught how to teach, but they were never taught how to write. If you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Tell them that. They'll attack you. Let them. I have a shovel. (laughs) Movie theater, how about you? Uh, Okay, just four really important things. One, make a character, not a caricature. Ah, good. That's a good one. Yeah. Two, just just get us to invest in these characters, man. That's what Mm -hmm. we've been saying. Just have investment. Make us care about these guys. Mm-hmm. A three, a nice design, mm-hmm. as we talked earlier. Or just make sure you get a writer that cares and knows about them, so they can write effective stories. That, that is very true. Sell that sell money that sell comics. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can make if you want to do if you want to make sure to expand your character, get more people known. You could try mobile games. Animation. That actually works really well. Toys and arts. You don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily go directly to film or TV shows. There are other mediums, but make sure with those mediums, they always go back to the comics. Like, where can I learn more about this character? Oh, he's a comic. Oh, you know him from the mobile game? You heard from the mobile game? Come read this comic. Oh, you look at the toys? Yeah. Look at the comics. Yeah. Just better marketing for the character. That's true, and DC has started to do that. Where they're like, in all at the end of every trailer, they're like, "You want to learn more about Blue Beetle? Read these graphic novels." Which I'm like, "About damn time you guys started doing this!" Seriously, I bought it. I, I gotta I get the graduation it day. It's like with Flash I... or Black Adam. They're like, they're final. It, there's a lot about James Gunn I can't stand, but when he actually came out in that pe- panel where he announced the the slate. And he actually said it's based on these books. Go check them out. And they, we actually saw them actually sell out of books that were previously like stale. I'm like, wait a second. You mean actually the movie people promoting the books actually works? Also, what? 
um, the writers of those books are probably very happy with James Gunn. Yes, the big yeah. fat royalty checks they got the next month. Now, Nick, as the as the resident, uh, as the other member of the panel who writes female characters, what's your yes. perspective? As a person who actually has a comic book about a female superhero, I feel especially qualified to talk about this subject. Maybe not as qualified as Bianca or Nick's, but I'm very close. So my approach when, when creating like literally any character, male, female, black, white, gay, whatever, is I strip all that away. Mm -hmm. I create characters first. I, I create a character like, like, Oh, this person, Oh, they had a bad childhood. Uh, this, that, and the other thing. I don't even worry about gender. I don't worry about race. I don't worry about that other stuff. I treat it more like window dressing because I feel like a lot of these characters traits are universal. You know, sure, gender, race, or whatever can inform certain things, but I use that more like later. You know, like like maybe I might tweak some things because of that or whatever. So it's like I feel like it's really important because like for for people when they write like females or this is kind of the trap that a lot of writers go into is when they write something they're not familiar with, whether it be female or anything else, they tend to just go for like the stereotype, the tropes, like, Oh, like, like you see a lot of female characters. They just act like your stereotypical, like crappy woman or like hero woman. You know, it's like, they're all very cookie cutter. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Women, just like everyone else are Our people. Cookie cutter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. I love yeah, that. I was in a group there. Um, <laughs> there you but go. I, I do give you points. That was well timed. So, but other breaking news: water wet. You're a little. You're a little bit early there, but you know I get. Okay, you there you go. But people are like they're just like people, just like the rest of us. They eat, they sleep, they fart. Who knew? Who knew? Oh, don't add the eating part because that goes into a whole other thing. Women eat too much in comics. I'm not. Liar. But no, like, I've seen channels saying, why are they always eating? That? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, why are they always talking about food? And I'm like, I, I, I thought women talked about food. I'm like, hey, what's your favorite dessert? I, I like tiramisu. I thought, <laughs> I thought the way, I thought the only way to, like, to shut a woman up was to throw chocolate at her. No, is it dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. Okay, so anyway, but with me, as someone that's currently in the middle of writing a comic with two female characters, I'm even more qualified than Nick is. But I'm actually published, so. But I do agree with you, Nick. <laughs> it is important to write the character, because too many of these characters, when the bad writers write them, they write them as w w women first and not as characters. And that's the, that's the key thing. Apparently, women in comics eat too much. Last in the night. I okay, think. so anyway, but what you need to do is you need to be able to to have these characters. Because if you write them less as their characteristic and more as characters in general, they become l l less reliant on, the, on those characteristics, if that makes sense. They become people as opposed to just, like, I call them as, uh, essentially billboards, essentially. That's I thought you were going to say billboards. No, no. <laughs> but anyway... So we've had a great, great discussion. That's where I'm going to leave this episode of uh, Under Two Capes. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a pleasure having you on. And we'll go around. Bianca, where, where can one find you? And what have you got coming out on your channel? Okie dokie, artichokey. So 
My channel name is Myself in Comics. I also have an Instagram with the same name. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not like I is updated it or anything. No, maybe. That's false advertising then. <laughs> I have a Twitter that will never promote. <sighs> this week, I have been trying to get a good schedule so i can try to play some indie games that i bought because there was a visual novel sale and then some other stuff you know i got some stuff for dollars and some free games so i'm kind of happy about that but you know i looked at my schedule and said i have no time so i will have nothing again this week but next <laughs> week i will be having a double interview most likely on a wednesday uh with two indie manga creators hey so that'll be fun fantastic if that's it um phoenix press well where can we find you what have you got coming out i i, I was gonna say nick but i realized i'll be uh, confused with nicks so yes yes that is an eternal problem so um all right so um next tomorrow you can find me on my youtube channel at on on the Phoenix Press, I'll be interviewing Global Comics with uh, uh, not uh, with this person right here is going to be assisting me, and then uh, later on on CLD, I'll be back on this channel, ready and willing to harass Jared. I I, I now have been, I now have been uh, brainwashed into the correct ship, so we're all good, we're all good there. And then on Friday, I'll be continuing my quest in New York City in Spider Man Remastered. Bianca, I've got to get you onto one of my streams some of my streams one of these days because you're hooting a holler and I love you. Woo! And Nick, here's my reaction to what you, uh, everything you just said. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. God dang right you are. Ron Burgundy. N uh, so, Nick, so where can one find you and what have you got uh, uh, coming out if you do make content or however, how the hell you do things? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at BunnyGirlNix, and please don't follow me on there, because if I get to a 1,000, I'll have to read and review Avengers 200. <laughs> follow her! Follow her! her. Follow her. her! Follow her! Follow her! She will read it on this channel. Yes, I will take the, the, the plunge. I will platform her. Oh, dear God. Imagine the super chats. <laughs> the threatening. Oh, I'll boy, do the voices, yeah. too, if I have to. Yes. That's just to make it more fun for me. Yes. And remember, oh, if, Nick, do you want to give out your thing? All right. So I'm at 375 subs currently. If I can get to 400 subs by the end of this month, uh, so you got like a week and a half to do so, I will read Sins Past on my YouTube. I will do a live stream, and I will do the voices, and I will do the face. Uh, Bianca, I might have to have you on there for extra sass. And for those Woo! who don't know, does anyone know what Sin's Past is? I have, a, yes, kind of, yes. Yes, yeah, so he's going to do that. Cool. Be, and I will do, awesome. the, and, and when it happens, I will do the face. Yay, the face. I, I can't wait. Now, you know what that face is. I'll explain to it off panel. But, uh, Movie theater, where can one find you? What have you got coming out on whatever it is you do? I don't really have a YouTube channel to advertise, but I hope to one day create my own comics and novels. So right now I'm just go. practicing my comics and novels. There you I'll, go, I'll, 
I'm mostly trying to learn how to write characters, both male and female. And mm-hmm. this discussion really helped. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hey, it's done. We're, we're glad we're here to help. So for Comics League, I recently did an interview with Comics Explained, which pushed me to 700 subscribers. So I'm on the path to 1,000. And for those of you that don't know, if I reach 1,000 before the end of the year, I have to make a pro Wonderbat stream. So... Be, yeah, Wonderbat. Woo! Oh God, there's another one. You did. You knew this already. You forgot. I know, but I just realized I got rid of it and I brought please. another one. Bianca, please go on. Yeah, Wonderbat. Wonderbat. Oh gosh, saboteur. <laughs> so anyway, I got that, which brought me to 700 subs. And I believe what was the one where, where I have to re- review the Halo show positively. Uh, on was purpose? It 1.5? Was it 1.5? 1.5. Yes, on purpose. Because uh, for those who don't know, as much of a DC fan as, as I am, I am a huge Halo fan. He and has to review Master... Master Cheeks. I have to talk about why that was essential to the Chief's character. <laughs> mm. I, I, Jared, just make sure not to embarrass yourself. The psychos just keep getting younger. There you go. So, in terms of other content, <laughs> in, in terms of other content, I may have to cancel uh, movie night tomorrow due to work stuff. Uh, I'll keep you guys appraised in the community tabs, and everything else is TBD. Anyway, stay heroic, and remember, Wonder Bat stuff. <laughs>